0: for coming on dj uh it's 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 an honor
1: (laughs) oh that's a blessing man i appreciate you having me and uh you know it's a blessing to you know share some of my thoughts with you guys and um you know it's just a blessing man just to be able to talk to the people
0: yeah i i'm I'm gonna start it uh ladies and gentlemen welcome to episode number 31 of the zoomer sports radio and I'm joined by a special guest. I'm joined by Big Ten Freshman of the Year, 2016 Finish League Finals MVP, uh, Illinois basketball standout, st- absolute stud. I'm joined by the one and only DJ Richardson. DJ, how you doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty good. Just got out some workouts with some kids and, you know, I'm feeling blessed. That's awesome. Uh,
0: you, you you staying safe uh, in, in this COVID world? You staying safe, healthy?
1: Oh, definitely. You know, I just had a newborn son, so. I just make sure I, you know, I've been spending a lot of time with him. So definitely got to keep him healthy, staying away from a lot of things, you know, making sure I wash my hands and do everything I need to do to stay clean and keep my family clean and keep the everything washed down and safe around the house. Congrats on the new son.
0: Is it, is it your first?
1: My first one, October 19th. Oh, right, That's blessing, awesome. Man. It's a blessing. I already Congrats. put the basketball in his hand. I put a, uh, his first night <laughs> basketball in his hand. His first basketball was night basketball.
0: I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's going to grow up in Peoria like yourself.
1: No, we plan on making some moves. We not actually, I'm in and out of the city of Peoria. You know, I'd be in, um, you know, Chicago, Vegas. Um, you know, those are my main two places I'd be, but Vegas probably (laughs) one of my number one spots.
0: I mean, that's, that's awesome. So, uh, let's get right into it. I'm going to talk about, uh, your high school days. Uh, so DJ, who was your, who was your role model growing up? Uh, who did you admire on and off the court?
1: Um, Sean Livingston and Jamar Smith are probably my two. Um, you know, I used to, I love Michael Jordan of course, um, but Sean Livingston because he was around. I was uh, I was in the middle school. I was the ball boy at um, Peoria Central, Peoria High School, and my brother was on the team. So we was you know I was the ball boy and you know I was up there always around Sean, and I was able to look at everything that he was doing, not only on on the court but also study him off the court. So, you know, I learned to have a professional image my whole life, you know, just from being around him and being around having security, you know, in a fifth, sixth grade. So, you know, Sean Livingston and my brother and Jamar Smith, those guys.
0: I mean, obviously Peoria, I mean, great basketball town. A lot of talent to come out of there. Obviously, you said Sean Livingston, Jamar Smith, A.J. Guyton, Brian Randall, Frank Williams, and now his son, DeMonte, who Mm -hmm. is an absolute stud for the line. I now just was was it? is nice. like very how competitive was it with uh like yeah at uh Peoria Central you had uh what was it uh Manual <laughs> uh, what was the, the one Demonte went to uh the high school that Frank uh what were your rivals there
1: uh Peoria Richwoods Peoria Manual
0: yeah Manual yeah because yeah. I know the Williams went to Manual
1: yeah they they always was they always tough
0: and then I don't know how hard was the decision for you to leave Peoria Central to go out to uh Finley prep out in uh Nevada.
1: You know, it was a hard decision to make actually, because I was like, man, I don't want to leave my friends. I don't want to uh, you know, my mom took it the hardest, but for me, I was already used to traveling. Like, like I was saying, going to taking trips with with central team, going, you know, doing AU trips, doing camps. So I was used to being away from home. It was more harder on my parents than myself. You know, you know, my mom, first time flying, was coming out there with me. She cried. I'm like, man, first time I seen my seeing my mom cry for joy, you know, so it was just like a, a crazy moment. And then I didn't cry. So it was just like that was like a different feeling for me.
0: I mean, yeah, I'm sure it was a hard decision. You were you were a four star crew by ESPN. They had you ranked 46 out of the recruiting class. Uh, how often did those rankings and like recruiting? Like how often was that? Did you think about that when you were in high school? Mm-hmm.
1: I used to watch. Some people will be – I ain't used to watch the rankings. Look, I was looking. But it was motivation because you know who you was going against. You got to know – like, they gave us internet to look, so I used to go look. You got to know who you're going against. You got to go watch them on YouTube. You know, YouTube started going crazy around this time. And AAU, I think 2009 when really – AAU really was – with Derrick Rose in class, but around his junior year, that's when AAU really got to going crazy. Yeah, um On YouTube I'm also- videos and all that type yeah. of stuff. Like yeah, YouTube, school.
0: yeah, it went crazy. I was around like YouTube got really popular at that time. And then uh what other schools besides Illinois were offering you scholarships back then?
1: Man, the list is crazy. It can go um my most of the big ten, I think, um man, Florida, Baylor. Man, most of the teams in the country—that's hard to name. Man, I remember one day I came home from school in high school. I had fifty-two letters in the mail from one school. That's crazy. Yeah, it was was crazy. The recruiting process was fun. It was the funnest part of my career.
0: Oh, yeah. You, uh, I'm gonna talk about uh, your win versus Oak Hill Academy. You guys went thirty-three and zero your senior season, uh, and you guys beat. The coveted Oak Hill, which is like probably the most famous basketball school in the country. Guys like uh Carmelo, uh Kevin Durant, with there Rajon Rondo, and of course Kofi Coburn for uh the Illinois Final I 9. Now, uh, how tough was that game? Uh, you guys, you guys beat them fair and square, you guys beat them by a good margin.
1: Yeah, we we was focused, we had a good season, and we had some good pieces. And the way that um Co- Coach Peck motivated us, it was it was. <laughs> it was to a different level. Like He is probably my favorite coach on the point of motivation before the game. I don't think nobody got us more pumped up to go play than him in my career because he made it feel like we was going to go out and fight Tigers and Lions. That's how he made it feel. And I'm dead serious (laughs) because we already know we had the target on our back. So we couldn't come out sloppy. And of course, good teams come out sloppy, but I remember like, it was players that was going out the day before the night that we played Oak Hill. I'm in my room. Turn my phone off. Tell my mom I loved her. Turn my phone off early. I mean, I feel like we was on a more, you know, I feel like we was more focused than they were during the game. Yeah. I mean, we had a very good team because Tristan just came to the team late, too. And yeah, we you guys- played maybe six games together with Tristan.
0: You guys were a loaded team of talent. I mean, obviously Avery Bradley plays for the Heat now. I mean, mm-hmm. he good career starting in Boston, stops in LA. Just
1: mm-hmm. one of the one of the best role players in the league. Yeah, it was a it was a great it was a great opportunity though for me going out there. Avery Bradley getting a chance for he's from Seattle, Corey from Canada, Tristan's from Canada, had a teammate, Isaiah from um from Atlanta. So I had players all over. And a quick, funny story, I went over there, like, we dressed different in the Midwest. I go over there, they say – I put on some jeans, they say – I say, man, these jeans don't fit. I don't like how they fit. They was like, man, you got to stop wearing basketball shorts on your jeans. <laughs> 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 Ever since then, my whole trip changed. It changed. So, yeah, I love them guys. I still stay in contact with them.
0: Uh, let's uh, switch over to uh, freshman year. That recruiting class you were part of was insane. Yourself, Joseph Bertrand, Tyler Griffey, Brandon Paul, just a great class that Bruce Weber brought in. And then Andy Katz, then uh, at ESPN, called uh, Paul and yourself the best freshman backcourt, not at Kentucky, which was John Wall and Eric Bledsoe. Was there any added pressure uh, coming in with a lot of hype at Illinois?
1: No, because we had, like I said, I'm a leader. And I like, I always, like I said, I hear about rankings, I hear about a lot of stuff, but I was even in there pushing Dimitri. You know what I'm saying? Demetri McCamry was older than us, but I was also coming there, helping leading. If we didn't do a drill and I didn't like it, I'd tell Coach Weber, let's do it again as a freshman. You know, not the – like, I was able to say, hey, Coach, I don't like how we did that. Let's go harder." I was defending the best player. I had the right. I didn't have the same assignments as everybody. So, you know, it was just a blessing, man. It was just like a, a great learning process to play with those guys and then transfer and be a freshman. And be able to lead, and Brandon Park, too. He came in big confidence. He 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 let people know who he was. He, you know, Adam just broke his record. You know, that was a big game he had. Forty-three point game. I witnessed it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched
0: it on TV. It was on ESPN.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I witnessed it. He knew what he had to do. My wrist was messed up that game. I think that was the one of the game I just took a, a cask off my wrist. Coach Weber texted him that morning and told him it's gonna be his night tonight. I mean,
0: yeah, and then that year, that freshman year, crazy year. I mean, you have college game day coming for the game versus Michigan State. You have
1: Reece that's Davis. my favorite game of all time.
0: Real, oh, yeah, uh, Digger Phelps was there, Jay Billis, just the whole ESPN crew, Reese Davis. Uh, did, did that college game day coming in, and that, Dick, did that get Dick you extra Tyle pumped? Was
1: there. That was crazy. Oh, Dickie yeah. V was there too? Dickie V was there. I think Dickie V was there. Yeah, he was there. It was did game that, day. I think he was there.
0: Yeah, did that just bring in like extra just amped to the locker room?
1: Oh, the whole campus. The energy was crazy. That's why I said this is the number one. That's my favorite game.
0: And then you guys ended up winning it in, in a, a nail biter uh, by
1: five. And it was a packed house there at assembly hall. I heard the crowd. I have never, besides after that, it part of the Indiana game. That I'm when I was guarding um, the point guard coming down the court, I remember like it was yesterday. I heard the crowd bouncing off the court so loud and it was pumping my chest and it was giving me so much energy to go harder. I swear I remember like it was yesterday. And certain players, don't, they going to feel me when I say that. Because when you get that energy, it's going to be bouncing off the court, and it's like you absorb the energy inside your body. So that's why I see that game. Every time I get chills, every time I see that moment, um, Michigan State game.
0: So do you think it's even harder? It was was even Big Ten, definitely the hardest conference to go win on the road. And do you think it's way easier this year with no fans in the stands for teams? Because the Big Ten is deep. There's no gimme in the Big Ten this year.
1: I think it's harder playing like that.
0: You think it's harder playing without fans than with them? i
1: rather have – no, it's harder without fans. Oh, really? Because we're built off playing with fans. I mean, we used to get on the court and, you know, be on the street and without fans, and a lot of us grew up playing, you know, on parking lot, five on five, just with your friends. Like, we all play without fans, but – this where we, you know, you get on that certain stage. That's where we, everybody want to have playing front of 13,000. Like, I'm here. It's just like. Why not? You might not get that same energy, you know.
0: Yeah. And then Jeffrey Jordan was on that people, team. A lot
1: of players play on energy. Yeah. Yeah. And then
0: on that team, Jeffrey Jordan was still there. Uh, You had uh, the GOAT, MJ, sitting on the court side sometime. Like, did you ever have any interaction with him? And do you have any, like, stories from me and Michael Jordan?
1: man, this is uh michael jordan i we was playing against Minnesota. I think we were playing against Minnesota. He was sitting in the crowd, and I was like, wasn't having a good game and then like I hit the like three threes in a row and then they had to put on the news michael d j Richardson even got Michael Jordan out of the seat. he was standing up doing this. I'm like, man, look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like man, but that was that was a great moment. That's a, that's the situation. But I ain't never really seen him on campus. Just at games, or probably see him in the back saying "what's up" or something like that. But but I've been seeing his family my whole life, you know. Playing against Marcus.
0: Yeah, Marcus. Uh, I think Marcus was a better player than Jeffrey. Uh, you still there, DJ? Yeah, I'm still here. All right, good. Uh your camera just went off there. My bad uh, did, Do you think Marcus was a better player than Jeffrey?
1: Uh I don't really want to compare him. like I don't, you know, I don't want to compare those two. Those are my friends, you know. All right, yeah, really, like, yeah, I get you. Thing. I mean, Marcus had a farther. Yeah, he he had a he went further in his career than Jeffrey. Yeah, he went further in his career basketball career. He probably he accomplished more. You know, I say accomplished more in his career in basketball career.
0: And then uh, sophomore season, you guys bring in Myers Leonard, who just an absolute beast at the five. Uh, ended up getting drafted; he was a lottery pick uh, two year, a year later. And just like you guys had a great year, you guys oh, end up losing to Kansas in the uh, Martin March Madness. Just how awesome was the tournament? Like, how awesome was that year?
1: Man, that was a great year. Myers added another piece, especially with Mike Tisdale being able to stretch the floor and shooting. You know, Myers started being able to shoot threes. He was shooting threes as well. But that that year was so fun because we also had Jeremy Richmond and Crandall head. Those were good guys. That man, I grew up played against Jeremy Richmond seeing almost more than half of his AAU tournaments. Crandall the same, him coming down to Peoria playing. So I love that group. I love the group after. I love all the groups.
0: And then you had McC- McCamey senior year. Uh, he balled out. Ended up spending some time in the G League. Just, it was a very talented team. Mm-hmm. And then
1: junior he spent so year, much time with us, Dimitri. He he loved his freshman. He stayed. He stayed. You know, coming over to the dorms and spending time with us. Dimitri did that for sure. And junior year, you guys were got lo- a great
0: start. Uh big win at Gonzaga facing John Stockton's son David, Kelly O'Clinic, who is he spent a good amount of his time in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Just you guys started ten and oh, two years in a row. Like was there you obviously said you liked the pressure. You liked the big games. Uh you guys you Auburn that year. You guys played Auburn. I was at that game mm-hmm. it was at the United Center. You guys almost won uh or you guys almost lost. It was a good game. You had a Very clutch last or second to last possession to get the game
1: out of reach for Auburn. Mm Hmm. I I remember that shot. I think I made a shot just like that against. um, Was that Minnesota in a Big Ten tournament? Yeah, Minnesota. I remember that play too. It was in the Big Ten tournament. It was a play just like I did against Auburn. I really remember that, and it was a. And definitely that was a – I remember a moment I missed that shot and again in the season, I took it again I made it. So when I missed it the first time, I said to myself, if I get it back, I'm going to shoot it again and make it. I learned from my uh, mistake I did early in the season. Yeah, so
0: this junior season, you guys started off really hot. You were ranked up at 19 at some point, And then Big Ten play happened. And uh, what kind of happened there? Like you guys kind of had to fall from grace. You didn't end up making the tournament it uh, ended up costing Weber his job.
1: Like well, we you yeah, this is my junior? Yeah. I don't know. I just think – I know we just couldn't get it together. You know what I'm saying? Every – you know, we had a lot of pieces of Myers, you know, chose to leave and, you know – Everything, hey, sometimes great teams fall and can't, can't put pieces together. You know, look at the Clippers. Clippers was team was great and rock to yeah. next. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Paul George can't make a three. Stuff like that happens.
1: And, and, and like I that's that's just a perfect example. It, the, the, the Los Angeles Clippers.
0: Yeah, I mean, had the that was
1: the... Paper, had the best team down on paper, but couldn't get it together.
0: Yeah. Kawhi, Paul George, Patrick Beverly, there's another Chicago guy. Pat Beverly. Great players. All great players. And then this, could, yep. this was the season that Brandon Paul had the 43 point game versus number five Ohio State, which I remember watching that game live. That was insane. He was on another level, like to competition. <laughs> and like they had guys <laughs> oh, like Jared Sullinger who had a decent NBA career.
1: That's my boy, too. That year, that year, we had some great moments that year. And we went to, um, I think we also went to, that's the same year we went to, took a trip to Italy on our team trip too.
0: Oh, that's, that sounds awesome.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's when we got our passport. That was a blessing. And our team trip and played 11. We went on an 11 day trip.
0: And let's go into your senior season. New coach, Coach Gross. uh, was it a difficult transition coming from Weber for three years to Gross's new
1: system? No, I think it was, you know, it was a good transition. I think it was a great transition. I mean, I'm not saying I wanted Weber to get fired or nothing like that because I loved his system. I love playing the Weber system. You know, Weber have a lot of great things. You know, Gross have a lot of great things they do. Like every coach is different, you know, and, you know, it was a blessing, you know, play to be able to play for Gross. You know, I love playing for Weber. I love playing for Gross.
0: And you guys end up winning the Maui Invitational. How awesome was it to go out to Maui to play basketball? I and mean, you guys played a good Butler team. You guys beat them by a lot, and mm-hmm. you guys destroyed USC in that tournament. Just, you were just like boys, or you were just men among boys in that tournament.
1: Mm-hmm. That was a great tournament. And, the, and the one thing about that tournament. Our fans, we had a lot of fans in Hawaii. We had a lot of fans. They, a lot of our fans came to support. It was, it was big time. It was big time. lot of fans really travel well, they travel a lot. I love when they do they, uh, come to a certain arena, they never, you never know which one, and then they just want to game and throw their shirts off and they had their orange stuff on. That stuff be.
0: yeah. and. Then- like, whether you guys are doing good, they'll start the ILL chant at the opposing arena. And that's just and gotta they be get,
1: looking like, what?
0: <laughs> that's just gotta get under the they home team's so. skin.
1: They be wild. I'm like, how do y'all do this? Orange Crushes. Oh my God, I love y'all. I love the Orange Crush. They be getting it done. Yeah, Orange Crush,
0: probably, that, arguably, the best college fan section in the whole. NCAA. I mean, you could obviously argue the Cameron crazies down at Cameron Indoor, but I think the Orange Crush just are on a different level.
1: Orange Crush on a different. That's on a different level. Michigan State crazy too. At Michigan State, yeah, at Breslin. No, I'm gonna tell you why. They had pictures of people. <laughs> they knew personal information about you. <laughs> I mean, it got. hunting against Michigan State. They. That's how it was my freshman year. It didn't get as much like that about my junior senior year. I think the fans more respected me. But my freshman year, oh, man, they knew personal stuff. <laughs> they saying stuff. I'm like, oh, I got to just play. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, because they, they fans knew too much. That's, and they was able to get in the gym like two hours, three hours before the game. So even when you want to go on the court and just get your own focus on and shoot with nobody out there, their fans all already out there booing you. <laughs> so it's just like, that was Michigan State. Look, their fans was pretty dope. It was probably one of the wildest ones. When I was a freshman around that time, freshman, sophomore year.
0: Yeah, I mean, Big Ten basketball just on a different level compared to the other conferences. Like, Big Ten and ACC always combating each other for best conference. Obviously, it's the Big Ten this year. But just like – There's so much, I feel like, more tradition in the Big Ten because
1: it's been around longer. Wisconsin, hard to play. Penn State, always been hard to play. And that's Penn State, always been hard to play for our team. Well, when I was there, because it's always like during the the, the winter break and their arena play against us, like, it's really not that many fans in there. I mean we probably played them a few times where there was a lot of fans but most of the time it was like doing a winter break and it wasn't that many fans in there it's just like like the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> you no.
0: Know? I I have a good question here from the comments um which Big 10 college did everyone hate traveling to?
1: Which one did we hate traveling to? Um, uh, probably Penn State cuz that was like the farthest one.
0: Yeah, and it's up in the valley. imagine yeah, it's like it Happy dull. Valley.
1: Yeah, it's like dull up there. It's like, I don't know, I can't really find... You got to find your own energy because, like, the crowd never... Like like I said a few times, it's just a crowd don't really be, like, a Michigan State crowd or an Indiana crowd. Like, mm-hmm. when we played them, their crowd wasn't like that. But, you know, those schools, Ohio State crowd, like... You hear these, you hear these crowds, you know, and then Penn State is, is just like a, a
0: like ghost mode. town.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like that. I mean, I'm pretty sure they probably feel like that when they come to uh, Champagne sometimes too, when we play some games in the, and it'd be ghost town. Champagne to have a ghost time when it's ghost town. I mean,
0: yeah, so basically what you're saying is uh, when fans get back in the stands, when the away team's got the ball, it's better to be quiet than to be loud because when you're loud, you just pump up the other team as well.
1: Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can't hear your coach. Like, you can hear everything he's saying now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if, you, if, he's, if he's
0: yelling at you, you don't hear him with the big crowd.
1: <laughs> no, you don't hear him with the big crowd. Or you act like you don't hear him, but you probably hear him. <laughs> because it's a, crazy, it's a crazy thing being on that court, though, because when you're so focused on the, in the game, and this is just being serious, like when you so focused in a game, you don't even hear the crowd. Yeah, it's just like a blur in the background. It's like it's like a blur. And it's 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 a crazy type of concentration, to focus thing that athletes on the, like that we have.
0: Yeah, like I've always wanted to know, like free throws. Does the crowd behind you, like when they have like those noisemakers, like does that even affect you at the free throw line?
1: No, not if you focus on the same thing you focus on every day in practice.
0: Yeah, that that's crazy stuff. Huh? Going back to the season, you guys started off Big 10 uh play very slow, kind of like the year prior, but you turned it around at that game versus number 1 Indiana, which I'm just going to say, you guys don't win that game without you there. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Min- go two, ahead. 2 minutes left, you guys are down 8 62 to 70. You hit the clutch three in the corner make it sixty-five, seventy, and then you go, got a big defensive stop. They get the ball right back to you. You put up a deep three in the other corner, sixty-eight, seventy, and <laughs> and the whole State Farm Center Assembly Hall is just going insane. It is up for grabs. It was just insane. Like, what was going through your head during that moment?
1: I knew I was juiced up. I knew it was, <laughs> it was already, you know, coming out to the second half, I remember like it was yesterday. She he had said something in the under the tunnel because you know we go through the same tunnel. So he said something. You know I said what? So I got the team hyped up and they kind of amped me up. He really would turn me up. That's the player that made me mad in the tunnel or said something. That's what sparked me. I mean,
0: that so that's indeed- why I had a
1: bit. I don't even know how much I had in the second half alone. I think I had majority of my points in the second half and that came from when she he was talking in the in the middle tunnel.
0: I mean, he wasn't even a starter. He
1: was the sixth man.
0: (laughs) He was tough,
1: though. He was tough. She—he was tough, man. He was a tough player. He was a good sixth player. He was good, man. I think he had a good career overseas as well. He was pretty good.
0: I mean, I think he spent some time in the G League as well, but that number one Indiana team, no one's expecting you guys to win. You put up 23 points, and there's a bunch of guys who are still in the NBA from that team. Cody Zeller, Victor Oladipo. I mean, and guys that didn't make it, but still very good. Jordan Holes, Christian Watford. Just yeah. that team was very, very uh, de- very deep
1: and just an insane team. I played Jordan again in um, Germany. Oh. Top league Germany, yeah. Yeah, just then, like
0: you guys get it to 72 to 70. You guys went on an 11-2 run, I think, the last two minutes to get that game – and then Brandon Paul's at the free throw line. He's got to make two. And he makes them both. And then Oladipo getting a little dribble happy on the other side of the court, getting a little lazy. You go and steal that ball from him. You're just like that's, that's just DJ Richardson being DJ Richardson.
1: <laughs> that's just me being me, man. Like, you know, that's what, like I said, you can't be out there on the basketball court and just be a robot. You, you got to play basketball. Yeah, it's times to be solid, but sometimes where you see a player turn his head, go, yeah, I just mean he he, left he the ball real open. He's a good player. But I, that, that last play I seen, I'm, I'm glad the game in, ended how it ended. But I, I, this play I did, I know what I should have did different. I should have made him foul me.
0: <laughs> yeah, because he went and blocked it to get out he of went, bounds. He, with he tried 29. to
1: run. Jordan Holes tried to run under me and tried to throw off my timing, and that. Jordan Hose did a good job of throwing off my timing when I was about to jump. So that made me, like, kind of take a little extra time. And Depot came and sweat. Hey, <laughs> that's my boy. I still talk to Depot till today, too. I mean, and that's my boy. He's a stud with the Pacers now. We talk all the time. Yeah, that's my boy.
0: Yeah, Victor, definitely one of the best players in the NBA till this day. I mean, definitely I think he's is. been an all-star before, but... And then... Cody Zeller, I don't know, it's going through his head. He gets fooled by the pick and leaves Griffey wide open with point 0.9 to mm-hmm. put in the game winner.
1: And hey, coach Coach Gross came in the locker room and said it was either in the locker room after the game or it was in the next day of film. He said, My seniors, because we came off the screen. When I came out the screen, two guys came with me because I just made a three off that same play. So with me not want to cut and be the first one to go to the rim and me just staying with the play. Two guys came to me thinking I was going to shoot it again. Tyler Griffith slipped to the basket.
0: And who, who had the ball sit. out of bounds? Was that a brand Brandon, Brandon had it out.
1: Brandon had it out. I think McLaurin was in at the time.
0: McLaurin. Yeah. Sam McLaurin. He was a dog. He was always in the post. I remember versus Missouri. He actually got a technical versus that Missouri team because
1: you guys hate each other. That's why it's mm, called the bragging yeah. rights. <laughs> That's so thought, hey, he did all, He was so he was so good of a player. I love playing with man. He did all the everything that you needed for your team. Real big man. He defend. He was able to guard. It was one game. You know, he was a, he was an older one too, and it was a one game. He did a real good job guarding. It was like Trey Burke or something. He was doing a real good job of staying in front. Igloo, too. There was two good big men. That's why we had such a good year, because we had two big men that were able to guard point guards, to stay in front of point guards. I won't say guard, but stay in front of point guards.
0: And you guys also had another NBA player on that team, Mike Henry. He spent some time with the Grizzlies. Just
1: you guys were deep, too. Mike Henry, tough. I always knew Mike had juice. I've been knowing Mike since he was in um, high school. I've been knowing all, a lot of these guys since high school. It's like, a, um, AAU, we were so, I was so much in Chicago playing like those guys was already my friends before they came. They had come down. I think, uh, when they come down, I hosted most of them for their visits. Yeah. A lot of the guys that came down, I hosted a lot of guys that came down from Jabari Parker to, I had hosted a lot of guys that came down. Kendrick Nunn, Tracy Abrams. Kendrick Nunn, what a study um, he is in the NBA. That's my bro. Hosted him, <laughs> Mike Shaw, Mike Henry,
0: Jalen Tate. Maybe is he there?
1: Nope, I didn't have. Nope, I didn't have Jalen. Yeah, I
0: know he. I know he was there. Um, trying to think of uh, Maverick Morgan joined the team a little later. Yeah. Yeah, but. I think the best part of the Indiana game was Coach Gross going crazy on the sidelines, like his orange tie flying around his neck, <laughs> just his suit wide open. Just he looked like a fan watching the game. Yeah,
1: my father's getting a call. Oh, my bad. No, you good.
0: Yeah, he looked like a fan that game. He looked like he was he should be
1: wearing those orange and blue
0: overalls that all the orange crush people wear.
1: And yeah, Coach Gross, cause he feels so much excited about the game as we did, because he knows how hard we work. Like even some of the games that we lost. Like I'm I'm blessed that the um the Illini basketball did that whole documentary of the whole season. Yeah, the TNT yeah. documentary. We work hard. We worked very, very hard through the whole season. It was a time before the Nebraska game. We was we had a few games that we lost and it felt like we was like kinda like Losing focus, and I threw a meeting right before the uh, Nebraska game, and I came out and scored my career high thirty points right before I threw a players only meeting. So those are type of leadership things, you know. I was telling you about I was doing like doing a a players only meeting, you know, everybody talk it out or whatever people need to talk about and what we need to do, not with the coaches being involved or anything, but what we need to do to get better. So I I did a lot of those meetings, like my whole time at Illinois. And those are the leaders you
0: need to be good in college, In the world of college basketball. You need those guys. Like the, probably say like Aaron Kraft for Ohio State, definitely a tough player I would assume to play.
1: Ice tough too.
0: Real tough. And then looking at uh, you guys, yeah, first round of the Big Ten tournament, you have the United Center and it was the Minnesota game. You got the, uh, Brandon Paul with that that game winner this year?
1: That was tough. I was actually we at was that good. game. I knew it was good. I know Brandon. I didn't been on the same team for too long. He's been doing that type of stuff. He do it in practice. Those are the type of shots. <laughs> we should say, Brandon, those not good shots. <laughs> but, it just no, reminds but me of Brandon was Those are the type of shots he hit, though. Those, that's, that's just Brandon. And that's what people have to live with. Those type of shots Brandon shoot. And those are the type of shots he makes.
0: That reminds me of Io. He would just like dribble up, cross the guy up, pull up, and just shoot it.
1: Mm-hmm. Those are the type of shots like Brandon, because you know, I know how he shoot. And when he do that type of shot like that, I knew it was good. Cause we we we'd be messing around playing one-on-one and we just throw the ball up and be messing around, he'd be making it. So those are the type of shots he'd be he do it all the time.
0: Yeah, and then uh you also had a, a clutch OT winner that year against Hawaii. Yeah, I, I like told a, tra- I, it was a was blessing. Looking- my, bad. I was looking on YouTube and like the footage I found was not very good of it. Like total, not even HD, but like, you're in the corner. You're like falling back a fade away.
1: Swish. Hey, if you can ask, if you, um, I get you in touch with Tracy Abrams. I, I I had told Tracy, uh, in the huddle, I said, Hey, find me. I'll be in the corner. He ran, went to the rim, jumped up and found me in the corner.
0: Yeah, Tracy Abrams, he was a stud. I mean, the man spent, like, a decade at Illinois. He
1: was there for, like, seven years. <laughs> I had to take off my – I had on some Jordans in that game, too. I had on some Jordans, and I had to take them off at half. I didn't have to take them off, but they was hurting my feet I Had a zero point. <laughs> the, those Jordans, I couldn't play in those, when they was hurting my feet, so I switched at halftime. I switched into some Nikes. That's what helped me.
0: I mean, when they say – when the announcers say – it's the shoes. It actually is the shoes. <laughs>
1: that game, it was a that game was a Nike because I love playing the Jordans overseas. I play I played in a lot of Jordans overseas. That's what I played. Yeah. A lot of Jordans, a lot of Nikes, some KDs, mixed it up. Kobe's,
0: and then NCAA tournament comes around. You guys beat the Tennessee Colorado pretty easily down in Austin, and then that Miami game. Let's just be the refs screwed you over. <laughs> That, that yeah. ball was out on, uh, who is it, Kenny Kaji. That ball was way off his hand. Like, I remember watching, you guys are all like,
1: you're and like, I just. Think they reviewed, did they review it? Or they yeah, they, they reviewed review it. it.
0: And the announcers, like, I forget who was announcing the game, but they're like, that's totally off Miami.
1: Like, I had my hands back, like, or whoever <laughs> that was that was right there, they had their hands back. I think that, was that me? I think it, I think it was you. You were going for the rebound. Yeah, I had my hands totally back. I ain't touch it. It was on him. I ain't touched the ball. I mean, I'm an honest person. I, ain't, I mean, if it's off me, I'm going to just – come on, you can go to the camera and see it. That's why they got the cameras. <laughs> so, I mean, that's why I was just like, man, it was just, you know, but, you know, sometimes with coaches, like most of the times, like you get into situations throughout the game. And you you go your whole season to uh, fix all your you know mistakes for the playoffs, and you know, and we, it was a great game, and, and we and we played a tough game. We was neck to neck versus the number one team in the country, and we already knew we was one of the top teams in the country, and we wasn't thinking ahead or anything, but we we definitely had the game one, and we could have beat Marquette because there was a team that was in the um the Maui, so. And Marquette would have been the next team we played. Yeah, which
0: Miami actually lost to, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, like, you guys were only down two at that point, so you guys get the ball back. Maybe uh, you hit Tyler Griffey or Ig-woo for to tie the game, or you and Brandon from beyond the Brand- arc to get the lead. Brand-
1: Brandon and Tracy really was taking over at that. I'm, uh, who, I think – who else was hitting shots at the – was Tyler hitting some shots at the end too? Because I think I was cold that game. I think I might hit one th- – I think I had about five points that game. Seven, something low. Yeah. But I know Brandon was taking over at the end. He had some clutch dunks. Tracy Abram, you had a clutch dunk.
0: Yeah. I'm uh, pulling it up right now, uh, the box score. Um, You had, oh, point You point? Yeah, you had five. So, yeah, you were perfectly on your accurate, uh, accurate on your
1: assumption. Yeah. So, about five points. So, it just... Had one of them bad games. I spent a lot of time, you know, um, guarding Spencer, Denwoody, which is, you saw how good of a player he is. And then I think, what, seven, around, what, 15, 17 points against Colorado, and then guarding Spencer, then Woody, And then trying to box out one of the best rebounds in the country. And
0: Miami Helping had... Down,
1: going down there rebounding with Robeson.
0: And Miami had uh, Shane Larkin, of course, who spent some time with the Mavericks. I guarded
1: him, legs burning. <laughs> he was fast. Very. You know, he was very, and I did a great job. He had to step back, move on me. It was great defense, but it was better offense. He, it was I mean, Coach, Gro- Coach Gross couldn't say anything because, you know, a lot of times after the season, Coach Gross is a, the best player, DJ. I, I was guarding him. You know, since my freshman year, I guarded the best guard, and, you know, and he hit the shot on me. And Coach Gross would just hit the thing like, that's a great shot. There's nothing I can really do about it. I mean, he can do about it, it was just a good shot. I mean, Shane, just incredible athlete. I mean, his dad was in
0: – he's in the MLB Hall of Fame. His dad, Barry, incredible athlete. And then so after that, uh, you get a workout with the Utah Jazz. What happens at those uh, NBA kind of workouts for rookies and stuff?
1: I went to this, um, my shoulder, I had a shoulder injury going into this, uh, into the camp. So I really didn't shoot the ball too well as I wanted to in the camp. And I also didn't shoot well in the, um, the, the Portsmouth where all, where all seniors go and all the scouts, NBA scouts and all those, um, agents and everything show up. I didn't shoot well in that as well. So, you know. I went overseas, and after I did the little work – I said the little work – after I did the workout, it was um, – we did, like, four on um, – five on fives, stuff like that. We did some uh, 101 drills and did a lot of stretching and stuff like that. You know, it was a blessing. It was a blessing opportunity. Uh, it was, it was fun. It was a lot of players in there. I just feel like the, the players that they had there, they already kind of figured out that they had. So – You know, and then I it was an agent thing too. So it was an agent I was where he, you know, got me to work out and you know, then I went to play in Austria. So
0: Yeah, you spent a lot you pretty much played in like every country in Europe. Played some time in France, Finland, of course, uh Austria, Germany, Mm -hmm. uh Belgium. Which Mm -hmm. was like your favorite country and league to play in? Um
1: the most I can't really say my favorite. It's it's just too many favorites. Like Germany, I loved it because the competition. We had players who just came off the NBA. that's playing like Gerald Cunningham. He was just coming off of the Cavaliers when he was with LeBron. Now. Um We had um, Germany. It was a lot of like I said, Jordan Holmes, still one of you know a good player in college, playing on top level. These are like a lot of top level players. Um, I have one. I had a player. This. Player, just national players that are playing against, you know, the top players on a USA team that's in Germany. Yeah, some so a lot of play- good talent yeah. there in Germany. Yeah, like some of these countries that you go to, some of these players that's on the court playing against these USA players, that's having close games with them and that's doing their part there on some of these teams overseas.
0: Yeah, that, that, that's pretty impressive. Like playing basketball in Germany, like you got a lot of good, uh, Lots of good talent there. Of course, a bunch of former D1 guys and guys like, I mean, Pau Gasol, Marcus Gasol, guys, I mean, they're not from Germany, but guys that ended up coming from Europe who are great in the NBA. There's those guys who haven't clearly like, matured enough to go to the NBA.
1: Like, it's going to be a lot more Giannis. Yeah, uh, Luka, <laughs> Luka, Luka Dantich is more. Of, be a lot more of those now. It's going to be because that's what they want to be. That's what they creating a lot of players to be over there now. The ranch and these big players, man. These, this basketball game, this game, like the space jam, man. Like all the big players, the monsters, man. Huge (laughs) the the point guards, like Ben Simmons, 6'11", like point guard.
0: It's like Magic Johnson back in his day, 6'7", point guard.
1: LeBron, 6'9", point guard. (laughs) Clay Thompson, 6'7", shooting guard, like
0: the game has changed a lot now even yeah. back when you played it was it was a lot different it was more traditional four and five big guys and you got your three is like six six maybe on the high end but your guards six foot six two six three
1: mm-hmm. we had some teams like that in college like like um deshaun thomas he was a big three guard you know we had some out him himself so you know we had a, some time but now it's like it's just you got the two guard playing that Six, eleven, you know but I just retired last year so I played against a lot of players at that height
0: yeah that, that's pretty awesome and let's talk about this 2020 Illini team obviously they got a lot of hype uh
1: who on this team do you really like who who do you like on this team I love all the players they are family um all of my family you know Adam Miller that's my cousin that's my blood cousin that's so, pretty awesome, Adam Miller. I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't because, think a lot of people yeah. know that. No, because I just want him just to play. I don't want any pressure on him that he has already on him. You know, so I just want him to go out there and play. It's not really – nothing I really bragged about, you know. But we got pictures when he were younger and we in the gym. We worked out a few times. and But besides that, we maybe a few times. But his mom was the one that really pushed him to get, you know, where he at. His mom did a very great job of – making him who he is today. You know, I remember coming to the gym. He'll be sitting there reading a book before he get on the court. You know, so he did, you know, he was a very, you know, and then he'll be in the gym all day. He'd be there by himself. I, I, his mama being there. there. Once I somebody show off some pointers, I go back to doing. Thank you. My yeah. workout because I had to get myself also prepared for overseas. She, she did a great you know. Yeah, yeah I, one of my favorite is Cabela. I love it. I love it, too. Guard. Man, he's so smooth. Man, he's he, so smooth. He's a his great defender.
0: So great defender. I yeah, love really. like his, like, uh, the movie does at the hoop, like, it's reverse layup that like he spins and does it. That's just at pure athleticism.
1: He the best player on that team at getting the ball to Kofi. Yeah. He knows how to get the ball to that big man.
0: Which they need to do more, I say.
1: That's definitely he... do. That's definitely do. They got to get it... the ball to him more because it'll open up everything else. The game becomes so much easier because he's going to cause people to draw down on him. And then and he's... he's only going to get better because he's going to know how to split the double team because he's a smart guy. He can play.
0: And he's going he to cause people to the team,
1: make the pass, woo, one more pass, shoot, drive, lay up. Have Kofi steal off the guy when he drives to the basket, easy layup. And then Kofi,
0: and then Kofi's gonna cause a lot of guys to foul him when he gets the ball that inside the paint because there's not a bunch of seven-one. How how I don't know how much he weighs, like two hundred fifty-pound guys in the league. So he's gonna draw a lot of fouls.
1: You gonna draw a lot of fouls. You gonna draw a lot of. You gonna draw a lot of space for your guards to do whatever they want. It should be, you know. You know they doing a good job of getting to the basket, especially AO. He's he he gets to the basket, so 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 crazy. It's, it's amazing how he gets to the basket. The point guard Cabela, he gets to the basket. You know, a lot all the guards get to the basket, they get to the spots they want to get to.
0: Do you think Io is the best player in the nation, or do you think it's Luca Garza?
1: Um, Io I want to say is my favorite player to watch in the nation. You know, I, I say he one of the best players in the nation though. I definitely feel like he's one of the best players in the nation. I have to watch more games because I haven't really. I, I have to watch through the whole season because I don't want to judge off the season right now. you would know when like the season. I want to just see the whole, whole season.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm wearing I'm wearing my uh, Kofi jersey right now, but I got I.O. jersey in my closet. Uh, mm-hmm. Just this team is fun to watch. I think they can
1: win a national championship. Do you? I definitely do. I put this up a long time ago. I put I'm, I'm gonna bring it up. And I'm going to take a screenshot. I posted a long time ago when I said I don't go final four and win. And I put the trophies behind it. But I mean, I- they have to stay. They have to keep, you know, know how to handle adversity. You know, you got to be the same resilient when you win in the same <laughs> way when you're losing. You can't have falloffs when you're losing. I'm not saying that's what they're going through now or nothing like that. I'm not saying that at all. But this is just from my experience. You got to know how to handle adversity. When things get tough, you got to know how to. Stay the same way you was when you was winning. And I learned that from a few of my coaches in the past.
0: I mean, yeah, they've always. I mean, they haven't lost to a bad team. Every team they've lost to is a good team: Mizzou, mm-hmm. Rutgers, Baylor, who's like number two in the nation. Like mm-hmm. Rutgers and Mizzou, I think they could have won. I, I think they could have won that game. I think that flagrant on Kofi was a terrible call in the Mizzou game. It was he, was, he was just getting inside position, and it was a, it was a total flop by. uh I don't remember who it was
1: on the zoo. They watch the camera too. So they – I don't know what they be doing sometimes. It's those SEC refs. It's not those Big Ten refs. No, nah, I don't know what they be doing. That's like – that's just obvious. They know that he's a big dude, and he don't mean to do nothing flagrant like that to nobody. He already know he can't be over it. If he really got mad and want to really beast out, come on. If he really want to push that dude like that, come on.
0: If he really wanted to, he would be Throwing on the floor.
1: Into, probably in the bleachers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, That's true. Man. Uh, I would say I love uh, Adam Miller's Instagram handle, AceWolf44. I just love how like this Illinois team is a bunch of personalities. Like you got a uh, Jet Boy11, IO. You got King Kofi. Yeah, just I think this team is awesome. You got Georgie, uh, who's a great. One of those European guys is great. I like
1: Georgie. I like Georgie. Six, seven
0: too. man. Him and Curbello fight for that six man spot, I'd say.
1: I'm proud of Monte. Oh, I'm DeMonte.
0: Actually, my favorite player on that team, DeMonte Williams.
1: I love DeMonte. That's my, that's my, I love DeMonte. I talked to him, um, two days ago. I told him, um, add me on Warzone. <laughs> 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 no, but we talk, me and Monte talked, you know, we talk. I talked, I called him, um, maybe a few, maybe before the Duke game, I called him and talked to him and, you know, just told him some things and about the season. Like I was saying, just make sure about the adversity thing, when things go wrong, because I know he's the a, a captain and one of the leaders on the team. So, just told him when things go wrong, just make sure you guys keep stay resilient. Like I was just saying, stay resilient.
0: Yeah, like I've said in past uh,
1: I've
0: said in past videos that Demonte Williams is this glue to the Illinois team. I think, like, like obviously, yeah, if your Kofi and I always your best players, but Demonte, like he is just the glue. He's the captain. He's like, and anything goes wrong, he's the one that will fix it. He gets down. He gets. He's get those dirty plays. He will die for the extra ball. He'll get those rebounds. He's just like he's not a flashy dude. He will just do the things quietly he without. Yeah, he don't
1: that's need a no really, pat on the back. He don't need a no pat on the back either. He's gonna do
0: it. Yeah, That's why Demonte is one of my favorite guys on this team. Like. Yourself, Brandon Paul, Demonte Williams—my three favorite alumni of all time.
1: I appreciate that, bro. I'm 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 blessed to be your one of your favorite uh, players, man. It's a lot of great players. It's a lot of great players.
0: There's a lot of good players, and I think this team can get it. Uh, What are your thoughts on some of the new guys coming in, like Coleman Hawkins? He's a new freshman. He's a freshman that doesn't get a lot of uh, talk, like Curbelo and Adam Miller does. But he, he's out there playing. Same with Jacob Grandison. He's out there playing too. And he's not the guys that are talking about him.
1: Mm-hmm. See, one thing, and I like that he handled it how he handled it, is out there playing. Because when the whole team wins, everybody wins. It's not about the buzz because somebody's see him, Somebody's watching. You know, there's always somebody watching. you playing top, one of the top teams in the country. You know, everybody's watching, and, you know, like Monte, you know, he's just playing his part. He's doing all the cleanup things and hitting a big shot. That's why he's shooting about 70% from the three. Yeah, I mean, he had
0: that clutch shot versus Ohio in the third
1: game of the season that's to, give
0: them, to give them the lead and obviously to uh, push them to victory.
1: Big shots like that, and that's why I love him. That's why he do all the things that the team need him to do. He don't do too much, he and he do – he do he do everything you need to do plus more
0: yeah demonte one of my favorite players and dj i think we covered it all it's been a great show i'm I'm gonna let you go now thanks for coming on dj
1: i appreciate you having me man all
0: right uh this has been episode 31 of zoomer sports radio uh thank you guys for watching uh thanks to dj for coming on and we'll see you guys.